Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. We are doing a fan spotlight with Debbie Lowther. And oh my gosh, she, we say it all the time, but yes, but she knew so much. Like she was telling us stuff that we didn't know. Yes, yes, yes. So, and we don't know when this is going to be airing. So we don't know what we have, if what we have been talking about obviously has progressed, but it's definitely going to be a few weeks late. We recorded this at the end of June. So if this is August, we don't know what happened in July yet. Right. But I mean, she's been watching General Hospital since the 70s. And we just got to hear a little bit more about her and her background and just had a really great conversation about past storylines and things like that. So we hope that you enjoy our chat with Debbie. Okay. So I actually think the issue was us. Okay. Because when we logged back in, I was yeah, like, oh, my vi- there's my video. There you go. Yay! <laughs> Yay, we got it. Oh, hi, hi. <laughs> it's so nice to see you in person. You too. You too. I'm Shannon. I'm Amanda. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Amanda. I'm Debbie. Nice, so nice to meet you. As you can see, this is, this is Max. Oh, hi, Max. He's my, he's my big boy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, ha- I have a second cat too, but she was in the window watching birds. <laughs> well, that is more interesting than us. I don't care for that. <laughs> so it is so great to talk to you because I know like you interact on Instagram and, you know, you wrote in about how you like love the storylines with the Asian Quarter and the Aztec Princess and stuff. And we were in the process of researching for them. And I was like, we have to hold on to this one to talk to her after to fill us in on anything we missed. <laughs> well, um, it's. I, you know, I, to give you just a little bit of a background, yeah. I've been, um, I've been watching, 
um, general hospital since I was um, 15 years old. Wow. So um, to uh, not to uh, not to age me, but um, that was a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been watching it for like 46 years, basically. Wow. And um, I got it's interesting because I got started watching soap operas, not because, you know, like a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of people say, well, I watched it because my mom watched it or my grandma. Well, I didn't have um, a grandma that was in the country. She lived overseas and uh, she had died a long time ago anyway. But um, my mom never watched soap operas either because she always worked and she would work. Um, a lot of times she worked like evening shifts or overnight. So she was never really into soap operas. I don't think maybe till maybe later in her life. Mm-hmm. But um, I have personally started, I started watching soap operas because I was, I've always been a big TV buff. And my family used to call me the walking TV guide because I could tell you <laughs> what show was on at any time of the day. What back then there was only, you know, like three channels. So right. you had ABC, NBC and CBS. So that that was it, you know, and you had a couple of, couple of locals. Um, originally, I grew up in New York City until I started traveling all over the country. Um, now I live in North Carolina. To, I moved down here to help with my granddaughter. Oh, nice. that's sweet. So previ- previously to my North Carolina um, residency, I lived in Michigan for 20 years. So, And before that, I lived in like nine different states. So, oh, wow. But um, growing up in New York... Back then, you know, when you were young, you didn't just go travel the city. You know, we lived, we lived in Queens. So that's, you know, a suburb. So we were watching TV one night and there was this commercial that kept coming on. They were advertising this. It was, it wasn't really a spinoff. Did you ever hear of the movie or the show Peyton Place? Mm-mm. I know that I have heard of it, but I cannot tell you a single thing about it. Yeah. Well, I think Peyton Place was like a movie that was on in the Mm fifties and, um, in the, in the sixties, they made it into a soap opera, but they, uh, they made this soap opera called Return to Peyton Place. And it wasn't really based on the movie. It was kind of a spinoff of the soap opera. So I kept seeing this, this commercial in, in the evening and it kept there, there was this young actress that I just adored. Her name was Kathy Glass. And she played this character named Allison. They kept like advertising this show. And I was like, I need to watch that. That looks so good. So I couldn't have been more than, I got to say like maybe eight or nine years old. So that's like my granddaughter's age right now, which is funny because she, she doesn't like sit and watch it with me, but she knows mm-hmm. a lot of the general hospital characters, especially <laughs> yeah. Stephen Brad. She knows, she knows Jason and, <laughs> and Spinelli. Because yeah. I'm always, I'm always like, um, watching their lives and interacting mm-hmm. with them. And I've gone to two of their shows and stuff like that. So, so back then, that's how like I started watching soap operas. So I was watching the soap opera return to Peyton Place and it came on after I got home from school. So it was something that I could watch. Yeah. So then after, after that, um, after watching that soap opera, my sisters and I would always babysit for like some of the younger kids in the neighborhood that we grew up in. And when, you know, back then there was no way to record. We used to watch these soap operas for this lady we babysat for and so we could tell her what happened. (laughs) So, so it was, um, it was a, it was, it was like, I think it was like another world, maybe, um, probably guiding light. That was like the original, original soap opera that started on the radio. 
Yep. And, yep. um, so we, so my sister and I, we, we would uh, babysit for her boys and then she'd come home and we'd tell her like what happened on the soap opera. That is so awesome. She's paying you to quote, watch her kids, but she's like, no, I really right. want a report <laughs> exactly. on what happened on the soap opera when I get home. If they're okay. Yay. But- <laughs> yeah. So, um, so anyway, then I, I never really got into the CBS or the NBC shows. I don't know what it was. It was something about, um, ABC. And I, even to like this day, I watch ABC news. I watch the local ABC channel. A lot of my favorite ABC uh, TV shows are always on ABC. I don't know why. It just was something that naturally happened all those years ago. Mm-hmm. So the, the very first ABC soap opera that I started watching was all my children. Oh. Nice. So I started watching all my children when, um, I don't know if you have ever watched it, but when they had Donna on there and she was a, she was a hooker <laughs> <laughs> and she fell in love with the, you know, the doctor on the show. And so, so I started watching all my children. I was like 10 years old. So that was like in 1971. So I'd watch all my children and then, um, I watched the soap opera Ryan's Hope. That one I know. Yes. And then eventually I started watching One Life to Live. And it was kind of funny that General Hospital was like the last of the ABC shows that I started watching. And yet it was the one I stuck to the most. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they reference Ryan's Hope in General Hospital when they go to, isn't it Ryan's Bar? Yes. That they. Yeah. um, Ava's mom, Delia. Yeah. Yeah. She was, she was, uh, well, I I don't know if that's the character she plays on. On General Hospital, it's I know it's the same actress, but she played Delia on on Ryan's Hope. And there was um, something to do with I think it was when Mike when they went back or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they had they had like there was like an incident at that at that bar. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that was the bar that they were. I don't know. I know that they have definitely referenced yeah, the yes. bar from Ryan's Hope on General Hospital. Yeah, and then when when General Hospital did that, um, the you know the Nixon Falls story. All of that was paying paying homage to One Life to Live. Yep, because mm-hmm. Corinth was right over the. Yeah, and um, it, like land, like Landview was where One Life to Live was, and then um, when they had the Tano, that was um, it was supposed to be at the end of Lantano Mountain, which was part of Landview. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that's why it was called the Tano. I don't yeah, think they ever explained that. Yeah, they, I don't think they ever did. I think it was kind of like a tongue in cheek thing that, okay. that the, um, I don't know if it was the writers or if it was Frank Valentini, you know, the executive producer. I don't yeah. know if that was, it was more, it was probably more him because you know, he was the EP at, um, mm-hmm. One Life to Live. Mm-hmm. So that's why you see so many of like his, the actors will, will call him up and say, Hey, Frank, I, I'm tired of just sitting around. I want to work again and he'll find a role for them, which yeah. I think is kind of neat, you know, was considering. Yes. Yes. Okay. That was lovely. But they also mentioned that whenever, cause, um, we talked to him, Elijah, he talked about how he yes. had done deals in Corinth. Yes. Yes. Like exactly. that. So they referenced that I, too. Yep. I really like that actor. I wish they wouldn't have made him like a bad guy and could have somehow incorporated him onto the show. He needs to come back. Yeah. <gasps> maybe that's who got the other half of the Metro Court. Maybe he, oh, maybe he's good. coming back. And oh, maybe I that's know. who it is because he did real, real estate. Right. So maybe. Ooh, yeah. Can you, can you believe that? I was shocked when I, when I oh. saw that. I didn't realize that that's what, what Carly had done. Mm-hmm. I'm Poor like, Olivia. Right. Oh, I know. I know. 
Well, I discovered something interesting today. I was kind of like looking, I was looking at my, um, some of my reference material, you know, that the big general hospital book and all that. I found uh, they had a picture in there. Um, you probably, you might have seen it too. You know how they have Esme's character. Her name is Esme Prince. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Ned, Ned's dad, Ashton, you know, Lord Ashton. Yeah. He had a half brother named Charlie Prince. I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> now, I don't know if it's just a coincidence that they decided to give her that name, but how cool would it be if she somehow related to that? That would be Charlie cool. Prince. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So write that down. I'll well, tell you what. Cody's the... last name is Bell and that was Catherine Bell. Yeah, Catherine Bell. So it's yeah. like. So there's a picture. It's on page 131. We actually have it right here because we were just using it for yeah. Ryan. <laughs> so it was Lord Larry Ashton and his half-brother Charlie Prince. And Charlie Prince was played by Michael Tylo, who recently passed away. Kitty. There's a <laughs> Watch out, buddy. <laughs> oh, okay. But, like, how cool would it be? Maybe those Charlie Prince's family were, were the ones that adopted her or something. Yeah. How cool would that be? That would be so cool. What's the Dragon Bone storyline? I don't 89? know. I don't, I don't remember that. That was so long ago. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But they taped a swashbuckling duel between Lord yeah. Barry Ashton and his half brother Charlie Prince. Oh wow! Well, Isn't now that go back. interesting? <laughs> and I just thought what that, that is. Cool. When I discovered that, I said, "I have to tell Amanda and Shannon." Yes, yeah, thank you. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was so good. But um, you, you ladies, did such a good job on the the Aztec treasure and the. Oh. Asian quarter because the Asian quarter I think it was one of my favorite storylines and I think it was because of how they introduced Robin because I have loved that character and that actress ever Mm -hmm. since they brought her on there Mm -hmm. when she first showed up in Robert's living room and he was like who are you and she goes hi I'm Robin She was so cute. Yeah, so. it was just so cute, and and so it was kind of it was kind of neat to um, revisit that story because you know watching it so long, you forget some of the details sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was listening to that episode you did that podcast, I was like, well, "Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that character!" And oh my goodness, like that's right, that was you know it had to do with Jade and all that, all that yes. other stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I think for us too, it was, you know, we see the clips, the flashbacks, you know, of Robin running up into Anna's arms and what we have always perceived that story was, was we were off a little bit, you know, we thought like then she got kidnapped again, but that was only from when she ran away. You know, I thought it was, she had been kidnapped. Nope. She was kidnapped five seconds later, (laughs) but (laughs) yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, um, that, that scene always sticks out in my mind too. And when, remember when they thought, um, they thought Robin was dead and, um, Mm -hmm. she showed up at, at the wedding with Patrick and Sabrina Sabrina, and Emma sees her and goes running. And I'm like, Oh, that's just like the Robin and Anna scene. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just, oh. I just love it. I love it so much. Um, something interesting that I, that I heard recently, I don't know if you watched it. Um, do, do you watch Maurice Bernard's State of Mind? Occasionally I, I need to get better at watching them every week because I have a list of the ones that he's done 
recently that have been really, really good. But he also, he also has, he started to put them up as a podcast too. So if you don't have, if you don't have time to actually watch them, you can just listen to them. Oh, awesome. um, I know they're on Apple. That's my biggest thing is. Yeah. I know they're on, yeah, they're on Apple podcasts now. They're probably on Spotify and all the other places too. So, but when he had Perry Shen on there, which Mm -hmm. um, by the way, today is his birthday. It is. (laughs) I love him because he's one of those actors too that he will interact with you on social media. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's not someone doing it for him. I'm pretty sure it's actually him. Yeah. Like if you send him, if you, if you comment on something, he'll like it. If you, if you, um, you know, if you send him a message or something, he'll answer you. He's very, very receptive. Mm-hmm. But he was on with Maurice Bernard a while back. He had talked about how when he first came on GH, they originally were going to delve into his background um, being related to the Woos, but then the regime changed, the writers changed, and the EP changed. So that was like dropped. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so that's very interesting because that happens a lot. Like we, we as viewers and fans, we don't realize like a lot of stuff sometimes that goes on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess we know a lot more in, in today's world than like I than like I did when I like, first started watching right. soap operas. Yeah, I mean, there's social media. There's people leaking spoilers, and I mean, it's not just in the weekly magazine, right? I mean, yeah. you know, back then in the in you know the 70s and even in the 80s, we didn't know anything about these actors and actresses. We knew nothing about them outside of the characters that they played. Right. And um, I remember I, uh, I told you uh, earlier that when I first started watching that soap opera return to Peyton place and it had uh, Kathy glass was in there when she left the show, I was devastated. And I wrote a letter, a Aww. actual letter I wrote, to the ABC studios. And I, I still lived in New York then. So it was like right there in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I said, why did she leave? I just, I'm just so, I'm just so, you know, like upset that she left and they like personally answered my letter and, and they were like, we're so happy that you enjoy the show. And we're so sorry that, you know, you're upset that she left, but sometimes, you know, they actors just want to go on and do something else. And it was just so sweet. <laughs> That's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. I mean, it's like you mentioned, you know, Perry does reply a lot to social media and it is him because we, we actually interviewed him. Um, in yes, 2020 and we talked a little bit about that. Cause he's like, I think he was talking about how he got into someone was like arguing about Brad or something and they weren't realizing that he is not Brad. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. and I think it was his interview with you ladies that what that was how I found your podcast oh awesome because I I think he was taught he was talking he was talking to he was doing some other interview somewhere else and he mentioned that and I was like wait a minute how do I not know about this pure 54 podcast how do I find it how did and we I, not know that he talked about us right? on another show? <laughs> he awesome. did. He did. Yes. He, <laughs> I can't remember what sh- what show it was. It was some Instagram interview. It, it was just, I just happened upon it. It was just like, yeah. it wasn't like I was even looking for it. And, and then that's how I found your podcast. And then from that, that point on, I've never missed one. Aww, and, um, awesome. and I even go back, I went back and listened to previous ones 
you know, I couldn't go back and listen to all of them that I had missed, but there, but I'm pretty, pretty current with all of them. But like, I went back and listened to like the one you did with Bradford Anderson. And I think you did one with Steve Burton too. No, we, we saw him at, we did the show. Like we went to the show and saw them. Okay. Talked with him a little bit, but never, we didn't get the chance to interview him. Um, but Bradford was actually our first celebrity interview. Yeah. Bradford Um, is one of the nicest people and I've met him. I went to, I, the first time I went to their show, it was so funny too. Cause, um, I had just moved to North Carolina like six months earlier and they, um, were doing a show cause I live in the Raleigh area okay. of, uh, it's like central North Carolina. Raleigh's the capital. I live in the suburbs of Raleigh, but everything's really accessible here. It's not, not like you don't have to drive like two hours to get somewhere. Everything's real close. But, um, they at that, that point, I think it was July of 2019 was they did a show in, um, this town called Greensboro which was an hour and a half drive for me. They didn't do a show in Raleigh Mm. and I had never gone to their show before. And I was like, I want to go. So I bought myself a ticket and I went by myself. (laughs) (laughs) The very first one I went to was by myself because she was babysitting for a Steeler game. Oh, wow. Okay, wait, that sounds really weird. (laughs) There was a new couple in our area that they didn't really know anyone. And she's like, so they asked me to babysit and I feel really bad if I say no, because they don't know anyone to watch the kids. And well, that was really was like, sweet. I couldn't leave them high and dry when and they I had, had a Steeler game to go to. But yeah. was, I was like, well, I'm still going to go. And I went by myself. And that was 2008, 17. It yeah. was the fall of 2017. Yeah. So I went, I drove an hour and a half nice. to some CD bar. <laughs> I was going to get something to eat like before I got to the show, but there was nothing there. It was literally in an, in a parking lot, this, this little place. And the venue itself, once you got inside was really nice and they served food. So I was oh, so oh, happy. Enough. So since I was by myself, they sat me uh, at the very end of the bar instead of at a table. And the stage was literally like 10 feet from me. Oh, I wow. could, I could reach out and like, and like touch them. Mm-hmm. And back then it was before the COVID era, you know, we, you could do the meet and greet afterwards. So I did, I did the meet and greet and I got, I got to meet them and Bradford, I hugged him. I, he was amazing. Yeah. Um, Steve was a, a little bit different. I think he's he, a lot quieter in yeah. quote real life. Like he, he does his character. He does his show, but when you actually go to talk to him it's yeah he seemed like he was like he was a little little bit um shyer maybe you know I don't know maybe he's a little bit quieter when he meets people or get or gets nervous but um but yeah it was so much fun doing that I just couldn't believe I just drove an hour and a half by myself to some town in North Carolina that I had never been to (laughs) because I was new here and then after after COVID was over they did come to Raleigh they came oh, in nice. May of 2021. So that was the nice. very first like thing that I did where I went around other people after, after being had, you know, having to stay home and all that. And I, I actually took my daughter with me. We, we went to that show and, and it was, it was amazing. So, um, so yeah, so I've gotten, gotten to meet them a couple of times. And then when I still lived in Michigan, it was either, I can't remember if it was 2016 or if it was 2017, but I went to one of the fantasy events. Mm-hmm. 
Those are so much fun. And I met our um, first in April and we will definitely go to as many as we possibly can. Yes. Uh, they are great. I wanted to go to the one that was just here this year. There was, they had one in Raleigh. I didn't go because I was going, I was going to New York City to go visit my youngest daughter. So I, I didn't, didn't go to that show. But the one that I went to when I still lived in, in Michigan, I met Donnell Turner, um, Mara West, the original Jordan. Oh, Vanessa and Vanessa. Yeah. Vanessa Antoine. Yeah. Yeah. Vanessa Antoine. And, um, and then Drew Cheatwood, who played Milo. I met him and he's actually from Michigan. He still Mm -hmm. lives there. Met him. And then I met Will DeVry was there. Wow. And, um, Laura Wright wasn't there for that particular show, but, um, Robert Palmer Watkins, who played, um, Dylan. Dylan. And Haley Aaron, who played Kiki, I met all of them. And my two favorites were the youngest ones, were Robert Connor Watkins and Haley Aaron. They were so much fun. They did Snapchats with me. Oh, they were so fun. It was, it was, it was great. It was great. Such a good couple that never really happened. Yeah. Those yes. sad specific pairings mm-hmm. of. Oh, do you remember that dance they did at the nurses' so ball? Good. Yes. Oh yes. my gosh, that was that was like one of my favorites. And then the the other favorite dance of mine was the one that um that Chase and Willow did. Yeah, the um the that Cole yeah, yeah that Coldplay song. I play yeah. that song all the time for my granddaughter now. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Oh, that's really sweet. <clears throat> so yeah, I would love to someday. I would love to go to that. GH convention out in California. Mm-hmm. Now, how much fun would that be to be able to actually go on the set? Right. Yeah. Oh, we had so many people that were there that tweeted us pictures of Pier Fifty Four. <laughs> we're like, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, it was great. I, um, some other, some other, uh, you know, like GH podcasts that um, that I picked up on after after I found you, ladies. The the mother and son duo, mm-hmm. the tenth floor. Oh yep. my god, they they were like live tweeting when they were I think there. They're the ones that tagged us, and we're like, "Hey, look yes. where we are!" <laughs> yeah, because they actually live in California. I mean, mm-hmm. I know the I know the mom lives in like in like Northern California, probably like close to where Bradford Anderson might live. Oh, and okay. um she's like my age so it's like I really want to meet her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she she's so much fun. I love listening to them. You should reach out. I mean share I mean has she been watching just as long as you, you know? Like, I, I know it's really cool to talk about, you know. Yeah, I always want to um I need to go on they do like um they do their podcasts like live on YouTube mm-hmm. where yeah. you can go and go and chat. But um whenever I whenever I respond to them to like their tweets I don't know if they don't see my tweets or something because mm-hmm. they never like like my tweets or respond to them. So I don't know if because my account is private because I was always getting like creepy oh, people following me yeah. that I don't even know. Right. And so it's be. like I I thought if you respond to somebody's tweet then they can see you no matter what. So Right, if you initiated the conversation, yeah. the connection, I wouldn't why wouldn't they allow? But that could yeah. possibly be that really could be. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. know. I, don't, I don't know if they ever see, if they ever see my tweets and I'm not really an expert on Twitter. I just, 
I just go on there to um, just look at specific things. I like to, I like to, like to follow all the GH fans and, yeah. you know, and see what, see what Frank Valentini's tweeting about. <laughs> Even though we know it's like an aide that's really doing it. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like, here, here's the script. And then the worst is he'll tweet something about on today's GH, blah, 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 blah. But then two hours later, okay, it's not going to show today. It's going to be tomorrow. You know, yeah, it's yeah. pre, it's preempted again. Oh, yep. well, <laughs> Although it's really only been like four times this year. I feel like it, because I think we just came off of two years where it was done a lot. Yes. Yeah. So it's these four are like, no, we are not going back there, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I understand that not, not everybody has like all the different technology and streaming and stuff. But, um, a lot of times like locally, if the show's interrupted, if it's not nationally, then mm-hmm. if it's interrupted by like local weather or something like that, then I just go watch it on Hulu. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, I'll always have Hulu because I never, I'll never miss GH. <laughs> yeah. They must have gotten a real big sponsorship going with Hulu lately because I mean, I know we've mentioned it a million times on, cause that's the only way that we watch it is on Hulu, but now it's been placed like Anna referenced it when mm-hmm. she and Robert were watching, you know, and then Chase was just eating the cereal that was Hulu branded or whatever. Yeah. Well, I think Hulu, Hulu's under Disney's umbrella. Yeah. So, yeah. so, you know, I know, I know that, um, ABC per se doesn't have like their own streaming service, but Hulu and Disney plus are like yes. ABC. Mm-hmm. I just wish they would add general hospital. You can request Thank it. You. And I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you can request, like you can suggest a show and, or a movie for them to add. Cause there's a few yeah. that I'm really surprised they don't have on there that are older mm-hmm. movies right. or anything, you know? And I mean, and I think Steve and Brad talk about this a lot. GH, they, they were ahead of their time. Remember when they did night shift on soap on the soap network? Yeah. I missed that channel. That channel was amazing. It, it, it came out at the wrong time. Soap it did. came out at the wrong time. If they, it, they could, they could bring it back. Mm-hmm. They could they totally, totally bring could. it back. It would work now. Yeah. It oh, yeah. would totally work now. Cause they were, they were ahead of their time when they did that. And it was a yeah. shame that they let that network go. But GH had something special going with Night Shift. And if they would do something like that now, like kind of like what NBC is doing with Days of Our Lives with the Beyond Salem, mm-hmm. like the like the standalone little streaming, little streaming show that they're doing right. with just a few episodes. If GH needs to do something like that, seriously. Mm-hmm. They totally do. And by the way, I love y'all's idea about a, a general hospital theme theme park. <laughs> I'm like, how has nobody ever thought of that? Or even, I mean, so there's all these different experiences. So like the Van Gogh immersion experience just came. I saw that in Chicago, there is going to be a, well, it just opened, but it's a traveling Prince experience, you know, that they are bringing to different towns for people to go experience Prince the musician or, you know, the art of Van Gogh being cast on the walls. Why can't they do a traveling immersion experience for general hospital? Right. Yeah. They could be like a pop-up. That, they did that's that where with, we should start. Yeah. They did that with Britney Spears too. Remember they had that. I don't know if it was just in California, but they had this whole Britney Spears experience that you can go in and they had all these different like things that you could do. And I had, I never even heard of that. I didn't even know they did that. Huh. Because I feel like that's because people are not traveling as much. I mean, I think it's starting to definitely pick back up. 
but I'm sure that those companies and everything have seen less people coming to see the actual things. So they got creative. Yeah. I mean, I still want to go to Paisley Park one day, but if the Prince experience comes to Pittsburgh, that I'm going to go to it, you know, yeah, you'd so, you'd I'll totally take a day instead of having to make a trip trip. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the thing about like the, how they bring us. So GH fantasy events kind of does do that for us though. You know, they bring us the different mm-hmm. yes. like, coastal entertainment. They bring us the different events around the country, you know, where the different actors get to come and interact with the cast, but huh. Yeah, I really, I, I, I really love those fantasy events. Hopefully one of these days I can um, go to another one when they, when they come back to this area again. Back in the day, they, they did all kinds of different soap things. Um, they used to do like the soap opera, like cruise thing. They mm-hmm. did like a cruise yeah. and um, they would do like, a, um, I forgot what they call it. Bradford was weekend. A, yeah, the super soap weekend. Yeah, they used to do that. And, and like, talk um, to the- I think it was the girls that do the hot flashes and cool topics. Yes. They would go to the super soap weekends and they told us all about it. It was one of our first Mm -hmm. um, crossovers. So there's, they also have a podcast. It's hot flashes and cool topics obsessed with general hospital. So we, yeah, yeah, (laughs) definite, definitely. But um, you know, like even long time ago, they used to do the, um, the shopping mall visits Steve, right. Steve Burton talks about that a lot. How does, they would yeah. have to go go with these screaming fans and these these like these like visits that you know these like appearances that they used to have mm-hmm. to do. And so they really advance that now. To uh, they have the different the different events that that they do. It's really it's really come a long way. Back from when we never knew anything about the actors to now knowing we want to know everything about them. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It, it gets to be a little creepy once, cause it's not, I mean, I grew up reading Teen Beat, you know, and it was, oh, their favorite ice cream is Rocky Road. And like, that was the extent. And now they're sharing all this information with us on Instagram. And you're like, they take one picture and you're like, I see all the things in your house that you like, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I mean, up until, up until they stopped publishing it, I was still getting the, um, the ABC Soaps in Depth magazine. Mm-hmm. I loved that magazine. I cannot believe that they stopped that. I mean, I know they still have the Soap Opera Digest. They do good interviews too. Do you ever listen to their podcast? No. No. Yeah, they have a podcast, the Soap Opera Digest podcast. I think that once we started ours, because we focused so much on not doing spoilers, that I really stopped paying attention to a lot of, unless we are intentionally looking to them for okay research for past things. Right. At, at least that's me. Like I've stopped even at the grocery store checkout. You know, I used to pick it up and flip through and be like, oh, and I don't do it now because I want. <laughs> yeah. You want, you want that element of surprise. But, yeah. um, but yeah, they do a really good podcast. They have, uh, they had Jeannie Francis on a couple of weeks ago. That would be wow. a great one for, for you ladies to listen to. Yes. I love her. I, I absolutely love her. What did you think about the 15,000 episode? I really liked it. I, I love how they incorporated a few flashbacks. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was kind of neat. And overall, I thought, the storyline was was really good. I think um, even though a lot of people don't like the character, but I thought the Cyrus Renault uh, scene, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. I just, I, I thought it was amazing. I actually think I got teary eyed. <laughs> <laughs> 
you listen to the show, you know, I'm a crier. It's okay. <laughs> yes. No, I love it. I love it. I, I, I love when you, I love when you ladies get emotional and I love your reality checks and it's just, Aww, it's just, it's just really cool. I, you know, cause sometimes, um, like I know that, uh, I feel like since I've been watching this show for so long, I feel like these characters are like my friends. Like mm-hmm. I gotta go see what my friends are doing today. And <laughs> yeah. now it's like, you know, I, I follow a few of the GH podcasts and it's like, now I feel like they're my friends too. And I don't mean it in like a creepy way. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's exactly we how we en- want it. Exactly. And that's why we enjoy talking to fans. It's like, we know there's yeah. other crazy people out there like this. We want to talk about what we have in common and stuff. Like all know, these watchers are our friends. Yeah. When I realized that you offered that, I was like, oh my gosh, how do I sign up for that? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's honestly, I mean, we obviously love talking with cast and everything, but it's getting you shared with us on page 131 of the scrapbook that this Charlie Prince guy exists and now it's going to take us down a rabbit hole. Like we wouldn't have known that by just on our own. I mean, yeah, we read the book and everything, but this is, yeah, here's another thing I had is this people. Oh, this was the 50th anniversary. They did like this, uh, this special thing. It's just all about GH. So I have that. And do you have Robin's diary? Do you have that book? I yeah, have an entire shelf of general hospital <laughs> books. Oh, that's amazing. I do too. <laughs> we have, um, so, cause they used to actually write novels of, hold on, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to have to unclip myself. That's the quick. good thing about recording at your house <laughs> with all your stuff. That's awesome. There you go. They were from Harlequin. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know they had that. So it's, when was this i mean it has like the red you know it's like wow it's old. it was cents. published it was for, it sold for 50 cents and it was published cents. 1976 wow oh, hold it this edition was published in march 1963 no the show didn't start until april but it says this harlequin edition collection edition printed in 1976 it's 75 cents but whoever sold it sold it to you for 15 15 cents and then there was Soaps and cereals. Oh my gosh. And this was on the edge of survival on the brink of love. Join the staff of general hospital as they fight to preserve each and every precious moment of life. Relive the intricate relationships between Port Charles, most loved residents as they experience the magic of healing, the heartbreak of shattered ambitions and the splendor of falling in love. I love that description. <laughs> oh, and, that is a good description. And then there was another one that I found. So anytime I find them, I just, so each book is a complete story based on actual transcripts. And it says, look for the next book in the general hospital continuing series. When did they stop printing those? I don't know. You know what? I've actually never, I've never gone down that (laughs) rabbit hole of like, what a, what a great idea. I didn't even know they, they had those books and I have not read them. So now I'm curious about this one that says general hospital. Is it actually on about general hospital or did I just buy a book called general hospital? (laughs) I don't don't know. I'm going to have to read this. You're going to. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting how, um, like in the eighties when they started doing more of the adventure things, how they kind of, they kind of left the hospital, a little uh-huh. bit, you know, when Gloria Monty decided to do all the location shoots and, and there was all the intrigue and all the, all the mystery. And then they, you know, they, they always incorporate the hospital somehow, but I think they've kind of gone back to now 
centering it, centering it more around the hospital. I agree, but it's so great. I mean, that's what doing the, the Mexican adventure, the Aztec princess, the Asian quarter and the ice princess. I mean, those were just watching them and watching them be on location in all these different areas was so, so good. You know, it was, it's so interesting. Like, I mean, there's so many storylines. And then when you start talking about them, you just realize, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's, that's what happened then. Or like when Alan was stalking Monica and Rick and, you know, like there's that scene where he's walking on the pier and he has the gun and he's going to go walk in on them as they're in one of the boathouses or whatever, like that would not be filmed the same way now, but you just watch him like walking down and he's like, I'm going to go kill them. And he's like stalking them and all this stuff. And that, that scene wouldn't be shot the same way now, but it was so cool to see it shot that way back when it happened. Are you looking to see when I am looking to see, but the only books that are out there to buy are these two that you have. Okay. Well, so I wonder if it's like stopped. Here's my other baby. Oh, hi. This is Sky. (laughs) She wanted to make an appearance. Oh, I actually think this other book that I got from Harlequin's collection, it has nothing to do with the show. That's funny. (laughs) That's, that is funny. In order. It says for five long years since the death of her husband, Anne has worked to earn a living for herself and young Brian, but Brian needed a father and she was lonely. Big burly surgeon, Ted McRae seemed to be the problem solver. Yeah, it doesn't sound like any general hospital characters. (laughs) And aren't Harlequin novels the um, steamy ones? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. Oh, what? (laughs) I've I've never read one. (laughs) She doesn't find dirty books. She doesn't even know it. (laughs) It just said general hospital. (laughs) I think I bought it at the same time because there's a website I use called Thrift Books. Yes. And that's where I find like all these older books. And I think that's where I found it. And nice cover it. It, it even looks like, looks like, like, looks like general hospital characters. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's so, it's so interesting too, because a lot of times, you know, we may or may not like a storyline, but I always try to, um, it's, you know, it has to be really difficult to be, to be a writer, first of all, and, and then try to, you know, incorporate everything about a show that's been on for as long as general hospital has been on that mm. continuity is it's got to be really hard, but sometimes the fans know more than, than like the writers yes. or, or the, you know, behind the scenes people. But it's interesting when you hear, when you hear uh, other, other, other podcasts or you read about or whatever, when they talk about things that you don't realize go on. Like, I don't know. Did you ever hear the story about how they, they, uh, they killed off um, Leslie Weber because they were mad at Denise Alexander. We did a recap or we did, it was back in 2019. It might've been one. We did a 411 about her. I think it was two parts and it actually connected us with one of her friends and one of her friends shared it with her and they forwarded her email to us. And it was, oh my gosh, that was so fun. I forgot half of that. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, it was, it was from her. We have yet to talk to her. She doesn't really, but it's on our radar. <laughs> yeah. It's so interesting. And then like, um, in two, I think it was 2007 when they killed off Alan Quartermain and, um, allegedly that was came from a higher up in, uh, in, on, 
you know, I don't, I don't know if they were owned by Disney yet, but came from a higher up in ABC or maybe in ABC daytime that had beef with Stuart Damon. That's why they finally killed off Alan. So wasn't it in the, wasn't it in the Bob Guza years when he was the EP? When he started killing off all the quarterbacks. All the quarterbacks yes. died yeah. in like two years. And we're like, what? That's a staple family. Why are you? And then like, you know, the only quarter, quarter main left is Monica and she was a quarter main by marriage. Right, right, right. So it's just like, it's crazy how, you know, you don't realize sometimes things that are going on, but I try to just, even if I'm not enjoying a particular storyline, I try to just enjoy how the actors are acting in that particular scene and, you know, just go with it from there. And, you know, we all have like our favorite, our favorite ones that mm-hmm. we'll, we'll watch them no, no matter how terrible the story is or how good it is. You Absolutely. Know? Well, that's, we, the fantasy event that we went to Wes Ramsey was there and it was shortly after Peter finally died. <laughs> And we're talking to him and I was like, I have a really weird compliment. I was like, you died very well. (laughs) But, but I was like, I mean, it's a, it truly is a testament to the actor. If you hate them that much, Mm -hmm. they are doing a phenomenal job because you are definitely buying what they are selling because, you know, there's been the actors or that you're like, all right, I, I know I'm supposed to like them, but I, I'm just not buying it. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you know, they 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 do bring on some villains um, just to be short lived, and those are like fine because you don't ever like see a connection to them. There always has to be some kind of adversity, otherwise, it's not an interesting story, mm-hmm. right? You know. But yeah, I think they missed the boat though with the Peter character. I think they could have gone a totally different way. They didn't have to make him. They didn't have to make him to the brink where there was no way that you could redeem this character because mm-hmm. so many other, uh, you know, general hospital, just unfortunately, or fortunately, if you like that kind of stuff, they just have always had those characters that um, do really bad, really, really bad things. But it, but a lot of those are still around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we just accept them. Like, I love how they always talk about what this great person Jason was it's like, he was a hired killer. I think it was last year we actually kept track of how many people did Jason kill? Yeah. In in 2021, like that was one of the things that we were tracking for the year. And well, I mean, even Carly, but Carly admits it. And she's like, I was a horrible person (laughs) and she still makes bad choices, you know, but she was really, they don't really talk about the fact that when she came to town, she was trying to steal her mom's husband. Right. Exactly. And um, I love when other, when they, I don't know, like, when they have the light bulb that goes off over their head, if it's the writers or, or you know, who it is that realizes it. But when other characters say, hey, well, remember when you did this? And it's like, yes, you get so excited. Like, finally, someone is speaking everything that we're, like, see- that we're screaming at the screen. You exactly. Know? <laughs> yes, I do yell at my TV. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Guilty. Especially every time you-, you say you are a fan of a soap opera if you have not yelled at your TV. Right. Exactly. exactly. You just or if you have not yell. come up with some storyline in your head that you can say, hey, you should really be doing this with this character. <laughs> yep. Oh, this is so fun. This is so fun. <laughs> this is, this is, this is a lot of fun. I love, I could just sit and talk about General Hospital for hours and hours, but, um, you know, obviously we don't have that much time, but, <laughs> but yes. hey, did you, did y'all watch the, the Emmys? 
I didn't watch them, but I watched the, I watched the live, um, tweeting going on and then the acceptance speeches. I wait, I waited until, until it was over so I could just watch it without commercials and skip the parts that I didn't want to see. But I mean, they, they were good. They did it in, in like two hours flat. Mm -hmm. They didn't waste any time because I remember long time ago when they used to air the Emmys, they would show Every single nominees, they would show their clips. Well, they don't do that anymore. They just did each show, uh, one of the um, actors or actresses from the show introduced their show and they showed like all these different clips. Mm-hmm. And it was Laura Wright that did it for General Hospital. And um, the clips that they, that, that, you know, the like montage they put together, it was really good. I think they did a really good job. So I was trying to, I was trying to avoid spoilers, but I kept getting these notifications and I'm like, I think GH is winning awards. So then when I finally watched it, I was like, Oh my gosh, of the ones that they showed, they won five out of seven of the awards that they Mm -hmm. like showed live. Yeah. And including outstanding show. And I was like, this is so awesome. Yes. I was like, so excited. And, um, Nicholas Chavez that plays Spencer now, he won and he was in, he was like up there. He was so emotional. It was so sweet. And Kelly Tebow. Oh my God. (laughs) Plays Brit. She, I, we need to talk to her. We do. We do. do. So do you follow her on Instagram? I do. Did you see that video? I think you guys reposted it. Yes. It was, it was just so cute. Do you know what? I'll show it to you whenever we're done. Yeah, because Brandon Barash is in the background. You can, yes. and he's like smiling at her. It was Aww. great. Now, I understand why they removed the watching the clips to save time and everything, but there have definitely been years where we feel certain people have been robbed. Like, I'm sorry, Caitlin McMullen should have won the year that whatever year it would have been that she was nominated for when she found out that her baby passed away. Yes. You know, as Willow, she should have won. And we don't, I don't know what the person who won did. Exactly. And, you know? Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I don't watch the other shows, Mm-mm. even though there's only what, there's only four shows left on daytime, yeah. which is kind of sad, but um I only watch general hospital, but I mean, when the other ABC shows were on, I watched them all. There was a, there was a time when, um, when my, when my son was a baby in the middle eighties, I would put him down for a nap at 12 o'clock and I would watch all my children, one life to live, general hospital, and he would sleep for three hours and, wow. then, and he'd get up. He was the best sleeper. I used to have to go check in, check in on him to make sure he was still breathing because he was <laughs> Sleep, sleep. <laughs> it was great. I had my daughter on a Friday and I was watching GH like as the nurses are walking around, like checking on me and stuff. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. And she was born at 4.08 and she still will say to this day, because oh I was a good baby. I waited till mom could finish all of General Hospital on a Friday uh, before I was born. Which one was that? Emily. Oh my God. Oh, that's great. Well, I mean, up on, I think up until... I want to say 2006, I didn't even have a DVR. I was still recording General Hospital during the day on a VHS tape. Well, yeah, because I was the same because mine were born in 2002 and 2003. And I don't remember getting a DVR until at least like 
eight, maybe nine, maybe 10. Yeah. Yeah. It was at that time it was TiVo. So it was like that separate box that you had to get. So it's not like the local cable stations were offering it for a separate thing that you had to go buy in order to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think you could get it through a regular cable. Yeah, because I because I remember when cable companies started offering the DVR, and I'm like, how did I not know about this? This is mm-hmm. the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> you don't have to like go on your on your on your TV. You know uh, what did they call it? VCR. You'd have to yeah, go I- on your on your VCR and set it to record from because it well here it comes on at three. But back, I think back then it was it, when I lived in Michigan, it, the um, GH came on at two. But you'd have to set, you'd have to set your VCR at for five minutes till until five minutes after to make sure exactly. it recorded everything. Yeah, and now yep. it's just you just go on the on the guy and you pick the show. You don't have to yep. set the time. Mm-hmm. Or you have yeah, to leave so. your TV on, and if you forgot it, or if the power went out, <gasps> yes. yes. Oh. <laughs> I remember, I remember some nighttime shows that they would be set set to record and then you'd go out and be like, Oh, well, you know, let's go do this. Our show's going to record. And you come back and realize that the power went out and your show didn't record. And there was no other way to go watch it. People will never understand. And especially soap operas, they don't do reruns. Right. You know, it's not like that. Oh, over the summer, they're going to show it again. No, they're not. We get new episodes all year. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was crazy. Like back in the day when, we didn't even have a way to record it. And if you had to work during the day, you were just out of luck. You mm-hmm. didn't get to see your show at all. Yep. You could only see it if you just happened to have a day off. And then you try to like catch up on it or you'd have to read soap opera digest or whatever magazine yep. was, was back then. So it was great when I was just like a stay at home mom and I could just watch my soaps all day. <laughs> well, that's when we decided to cut the cord. It was probably about 10 years ago. And I was like, I need to be able to watch General Hospital. Like, I understand we're going to be saving 200 something dollars a month on the cable bill, but this is a priority for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it's so funny because <laughs> I'm still, I'm still kind of old school. So I, I have, I have dish. So, um, I still have my regular TV, but then of course, you know, I have to have every streaming service too, even if I don't watch them. I don't, I don't, it's like, well, I might want to see this on here. Cause I told myself, no, I'm not going to get these streaming services. Cause they're just trying to make you pay for stuff that you don't need. And then I do it anyway. So, <laughs> cause they get you with it. Well, so Disney plus, I would, I would just about guarantee that they would have an increase in uh, subscriptions. Oh yeah. If they, oh, I think, yeah. Got that. Cause I mean, one of them does have, what was it? We talked about it. It was, um, is it the Young and the Restless or was it Bold and the Beautiful? I it was Bold, and, Bold the Beautiful. and the Beautiful is on one of the, is it Paramount Plus? I think so. But yeah, Paramount Plus is CBS. So, so, yep. so they have it, but it's not every year. Like there's certain gaps that it just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I've never watched Bold and Beautiful, so I don't know. Um, right. But, but I think, like, I think what happens, what happened back then is they don't have all all the shows recorded because how, you know, um, I, I, I can't remember where I heard this, but there was some, some place where they don't have tapes anymore of certain shows because there was a fire. So they lost all those oh. like master, master recordings. So, so it's like, I don't even know, like, does ABC Disney even have all of general hospital on 
on recording somewhere. Yeah. Who told us that there's a place in Pennsylvania that houses all that stuff? Wasn't that an interview that we yes. did? That there's, it's like an, a media archive. It's kind of, it's like a bunker. Yeah. But it's in oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That but is so that's interesting. Why. That could, that, that could be, that could be why. I always laugh when you're doing your Hulu recaps and you're reading the <laughs> description because, um, on my dish every day, there's, there's a description of, of each episode. And, um, like whenever it gets preempted, I always like to see if they, if they keep current. The last few times they actually have, because when it was the 15,000th episode kept getting moved, which I knew that was going to happen. It was mm-hmm, like, right. we all knew that they, that, um, they were going to be preempted because they were having those hearings. And it's like, why are they even advertising that? That the 15,000th episode is going to be on Tuesday. I'm like, you guys know it's not going to be. Right. right. Just say the next new episode yeah, will be. the next new. Yeah. <laughs> so when it finally aired, I, w- I was like, I hope the power doesn't go out or something <laughs> happened with this recording that's going to mess this up that we're not going to be able to see it. <laughs> well, we have people saying also that they still haven't seen it because it was preempted. And I'm like, Oh, find it online. <laughs> yeah, it's on Hulu. You got to see it before they, because they don't keep all the episodes Mm-mm, either. Right? 13 Hulu, days, which, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Which, younger, I don't, but... which I don't get that. It's like, why, if, if Hulu is under, you know, ABC Disney's umbrella, why don't they just have all the episodes of GH right. that they right. that could possibly have? Maybe it's but, storage um, space. Do you remember like when the, they were? I don't know. Yeah, could, yeah I don't know. <laughs> but do you remember when they, when they were, um, when they weren't um, producing during uh, those few months in during uh, 2020 Mm -hmm. because of COVID and -hmm. they were playing a lot of those older episodes of GH. That was kind of fun. That was, we watched those. We did those as the recap, but then we also watched, you mentioned it earlier night shift. We only watched season one because it's the only one available on DVD. You can't find the second one and it's only on YouTube, but we haven't just, yeah, we just haven't watched it, but I just added that to our list of our ongoing list of things to. Yeah, that's good. Um, I have I don't a shorter know. list right now for more n- like to come. Yes. More sooner to come because so my business partner is having a baby in August. So we're trying to load up on these four one ones so that when I'm busier with my quote day job, <laughs> I don't have to worry about. Yes. Oh, that's a great idea. Cause I was, it was so funny. Cause I write, I write things down on a, a dry erase board. I make a calendar and cause I have like dance that I take my granddaughter to and Aww. stuff going on. So I wrote this down for today on my calendar. And the other day she goes, Grammy, what is this? And I told, and she knows I, she, she knows a lot of the podcasts that I listen to. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, there's this GH podcast that I listen to and they do these interviews with fans. And I'm going to be interviewed by them on Sunday. And she goes, what? (laughs) She was like, oh my gosh. She goes, how cool is that? So uh, I told her about that. And and I I told her mom, my daughter, I said, "Uh, yeah, I'm doing this interview. And I said, I'll let you know when it airs. And I said, as long as I like how it sounds, I'll tell you (laughs) how to listen to it. Because you know how we are. We don't like our own voices. Yep. 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 (laughs) So yours will be the first one after we're finally done with Ryan. And I don't know why we ever give ourselves a, it's only going to be three episodes because it never is. 
Yeah, just say um, you're going to cover this, and uh, we're not sure exactly how many episodes yeah. it'll be. Right. But um, I don't know if you if you've ever covered this. I'd have to go back and look at um, all your 411 episodes. But um, if you haven't, I think something interesting to do would be on the Zakara family. That would be good. Oh, yeah. I actually, Johnny Zakara was one of my favorite characters ever. And I feel like him and um, Britt would be such a good pairing. But I know that Brandon Barash is on Days of Our Lives. So yeah, he's right. Not, I know he's not going to come back, but I loved his character. I And and remember his crazy dad who was really his grandpa? Yes. <laughs> was it Anthony Zakara? Remember yes. That? Yep. I remember when he was at Windermere and um I don't know who he did it to. I think it was to Maxie and he was just like, ah! <laughs> was I like, don't remember that. Yeah. Yes, was, and you do. He was another one of those actors that played the part so well that mm. every time I come on the screen, I'd be like, Oh, I hate you. Go away. Like, I know oh. he was so good at being nutty. He just yes. really was. And he's he's somebody famous like as soon as my husband walked through and this was before like we all know my husband loves phase on <laughs> but like i remember he walked through and he's like oh that's blah 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 and i was like what are you talking about he's like he's an actor in like a show from like the 70s or something like that yeah that he my I, husband loved yeah he uh, he was i i can't even remember his name right the actor's name right now Neither but um but yeah that i i just thought that um that whole story the Zakara storyline was really interesting. And I know they used to bring Johnny back periodically, but remember when he was with Olivia? Yes. I thought that that was an interesting older woman, younger man story. I thought that that was really well done. Well, but she's not, because she was a teenager when she had Dante. So she's not, quote, that much older. But it was weird when Lulu then dated. Yes. Yes, yes, Johnny. Yes. Yes. So it's, it you was. shouldn't be with the same person like, that your mother-in-law was with. That's no. just gross. No. Exactly, exactly. I so, sometimes, you know, sometimes I I wish that General Hospital would focus more on the legacy characters because mm-hmm. when they did this episode with Laura being the center, you know, and Jeannie Francis has been on there for on and off for so long. Mm-hmm. And it's like why doesn't this show revolve around her? And she has like no family there. They just right. or, or Liz. I mean, she's the Webbers. You know, she's from the Hardy Webbers. It's yeah, you know exactly. And from they, day and they, one, her family has been on the show. Yeah, and then um, it's like just because they never brought the character back, they just make up this story about her her parents just basically abandoning her. Why do they always have to? You know, why do they have to do that just because they don't have the character on the show? The same thing where they, they like did that to Felicia. I love Felicia. I love, mm-hmm. always loved her character. I loved when she came on the show and was under Frisco's bed dressed as a guy. And, <laughs> yes. um, and the fact that, you know, they didn't, they didn't keep Christina Wagner on there or she left for whatever reason. Maybe she was raising her family. You know, I, I, I don't know. They didn't have to make her character be, be this horrible mom. Horrible parent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they could have, they could have come up with a better, a better scenario, but I think they were the, you know, this is just my opinion. Obviously I think the show was trying to repair her relationship with Maxie by making Felicia the one that like hit Peter when he, mm-hmm. when he finally died. That was 
awesome. <laughs> that was a really <laughs> that was watching people die. I know that was. <laughs> no, I mean that was really really good. But you're right because I mean they made it. They made her ditch Mac and go chasing after Frisco, and so it's like. And then yeah, she's gone for years and years and years, you know? Yeah. They, it's like, you can come up with a better reason why you're doing that than, you know, to basically ruin, ruin the character. Right. Um, and then, and then you, you know, then you bring her back and everyone's like, oh, you know, Felicia's this horrible mother. It's like, I hate when they say that. Although Maxie flipping out on her at Georgie's funeral was amazing. That was, it good. was. And it that, was. so like, I mean, I'm mad that Georgie ever died. Right. But that brought, I feel like that probably started them getting back to, and at least acknowledged the fact that she was. Right. I do yeah, like so that she, that she was talked about it instead of just pretending like it didn't happen. Right. Yeah. Pre- you're that. right. Pretend like it didn't exist. Yeah. That, that was definitely a really powerful scene. And of course, who can say anything but good things about Kirsten Storms, oh, right? Right. <laughs> so good. Oh, she is. She yeah. is so good. And oh my gosh, recently that, that scene with, with Felicia and, and Esme telling her about Ryan, like you don't even know anything oh. about him. I, I actually, thought that that shook Esme. I think it did. I actually yeah. was hoping that they were going to reveal that Ryan really isn't her yeah, biological father I'm- and somehow she is Mac and Felicia's kid. I think that. Oh, would be because cool. they kept talking about yeah about Felicia yeah. and not yeah. having a kid together. They kept, yeah, they kept they talking. Did, like they Felicia was off the show when Esme would have been born. But you know they can always do that. He stole. He's you know he stole an embryo or something. I know they've done that before. Yeah, but, yeah. Hi, but that would that would actually be really cool because you know here because all those creepy scenes with with Ryan and Esme. They're so awful. They're so she bad. He needs to stop calling him daddy. It stresses me out every I, time I know. she says it. <laughs> it. Just it's nuts. And that <laughs> whole thing with with her and and her sleeping with Nicholas. I'm like, no, no, yeah. please don't do that. And they did it. They went yep. there. Yep, they did. <laughs> oh, what are we gonna say? No, I'm just. So I'm ready for Spencer. I hope that Trina gets the i hope that trina sees spencer supporting her but i hope that trina is the one that shuts her down that gets her that yes she gets her moment of redemption and everything because yeah i really thought that nicholas was playing esme yes is that what you ladies thought too Yes. yes yes and then and then when he actually fell for it i'm like no no he's not that dumb He's not. No, and he only he's had like not. one drink. Right. And it was just a couple weeks ago that he said, Oh, I know Esme is playing a game. I'm not going to fall for it. Yeah. And now here we are. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I think they, they forget what they wrote previously. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. We remember. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> like yeah. when they film, when they film out of order and you have, you have replacement Michael and then you have real Michael and then you have yeah. replacement Michael again. I don't I remember like, that what? ever happening though. I mean, that, I feel that was totally a one-off. I don't remember that ever happening. I know. Cause I was like, wait a minute. Did I just really see that? Did that just really happen? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yes, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> yep. 
What did you think about the board meeting, the vote on I that? Loved, I loved that it did come down to Lucy because... I do too. Even though it wasn't as climactic as some of her past times that she got to be the deciding vote, I liked that it came down to her and you knew she was going to vote. No, she wasn't going with Drew and Michael. I don't know. She gave them heads up that she pretty much was going to, but I was really glad that at the end of the day, she decided not to. Yeah. I was watching it when they were talking about when, as soon as she said, well, I'm here because I'm the tiebreaker. I'm like, it's something's going to happen to make it, to make it down to a tie. So when Ned said, no, I knew it. I was like, I knew it. (laughs) Knew that was going to happen. It's going to be interesting. What, see where this goes. Do you all, do you all feel like they don't know what to do with Drew? Yes. Yes. They're not sure what, <laughs> what to do with him. They need, yeah. they need to focus on him and his relationship with Scout. Yes. yes. And let that regrow and then figure out what else he wants to do. I or, think they've I mean, dropped the ball with that. Right. I feel like if you were gone for years, that would be your top priority. I mean, he already has enough money to survive. It's not like right, he has to work 40 hours a week or whatever. Or when he was meeting with the business coach and she was like, here's how we like, here's some things to do, but to immediately say, well, I'm going to merge the one company that I started and the other one that I have nothing to do with. Right. You know, like that does it. I don't know. Yeah. It's odd, but we do need to get wrapping up. (laughs) Um, I can't (laughs) believe it's almost four. I know Um, I can't either. It's been amazing. It has so much fun, but is there any, Anything else that you want to talk about real quick? Like anything that you wanted to ask us or anything like that? Um, I don't, I, I can't think of anything. I think, I think we covered, I think we covered a a lot. It's just fun to just kind of like go with the flow. I wasn't sure exactly. I wasn't sure if you were going to have like specific questions or if you just wanted me to like just blab away. Right. No, (laughs) it's, it's however it goes. If people don't know what to talk about, then we have questions to kind of prompt it along, but I like the style where it's just yeah. a conversation. Everyone's story is different. And yeah. I mean, I found out today that I bought a dirty book instead of a book about. The <laughs> <laughs> do you have it? Do you have any other uh, questions that you wanted to ask me? I don't think so. Cause yeah. it, you covered everything. Cause I, I printed off your answers and everything. Oh, just, you know, okay. Just like Amanda said, like if there was a lull or anything, we would refer to that. But no, I mean, we talked about, yeah. Everything. Yeah, I think we talked about everything, but yeah, I've, I've been been a big soap opera fan for many, many years, and um, mainly I've watched the ABC shows. Yeah, so you know, at one point I was watching Ryan's Hope, even along with the other ones, because there was um, there was a time when they weren't an hour. You know, they right, were like yeah. they had like fifteen minute shows, and then they had like thirty minute shows, and then they expanded them to forty five minutes. Because when they had all my children, one life to live in General Hospital, they used to call it Love in the Afternoon. Yes, yes. And then that's at, what we did that crossover with Steve Silverman. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he the, he was a good interview too. I enjoyed he's, that. He's yeah, good. I yeah. love him. Because I always remember at ten minutes to the hour with, on any of the shows you were watching, they would do they would say they would play this Next. jingle Love in the Afternoon, and then they'd go on All My Children. And mm-hmm. or they go on One Life to Live, and they'd show you like what was going to happen, uh, and um, yeah, so that was always really interesting. But um, but yeah, I even watched I watched Port Charles once in a while also, and I know that they had Loving and the City, 
And um, yeah, I think even and like a long, long time ago, back in the day, I even watched The Edge of Night. I don't know that one. No. Oh, that was a that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> oh, and 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 I watched uh, Dark Shadows also. I used to watch that after I've heard of that one. Yeah. When I was in elementary school, I used to watch nice. Dark Shadows with Barnabas Collins. <laughs> that was crazy. But yeah, The Edge of Night. That was a that was a good show. Okay. Well, have to check, check that out. out. Yeah. 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 You have to do some. Yeah, you'll have to do some research research on that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good show too. Well, I am getting texts that dinner's almost ready because my son works early tonight, so oh. we're eating early. <laughs> oh, I love early Sunday dinners. They're the best. Yes. But this was so great. Thank you so much for your time. And we will definitely have to do this again. This yes. so, we want to do like a big round table with a bunch because there's so many of you that we want to talk to again. Yes. I think it would just be fun to just let them all talk. We'll right. just sit here just and go, okay. Here. Oh, yeah, that would totally be fun. Thank you so much for having me. I'm sorry about the technical difficulties oh, at the welcome. beginning. No, you're good. <laughs> what it is. And we had a special appearance by Max and Sky. Yes. <laughs> yep, exactly. Well, thank you so much for listening, too. And, you know, we look forward to talking with you again. Oh, I I had such a good time, and I'll – be listening to you twice a week and interacting with you on Instagram. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Oh, you too. Thank, thank you, you so too. much. Thank you, ladies. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. Again, I know that we say it all the time, but we seriously love talking to you guys. Please, please, please go to our website, peer54podcast.com. There's a fan spotlight form to fill out. We love talking with you. This conversation with Debbie was just great. I'm slightly embarrassed by my book collection now, but <laughs> I loved it. I loved showing off the books you have. And now I want to read the one that may not be about General Hospital. <laughs> if you had asked us what we were going to talk about this morning, just based on, you know, we printed off her interview sheet or her, yeah, her, her information. Sheet. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. You know, we're like, okay, cool. We're going to talk about Luke and Laura. We're going to talk about the Aztec princess and the Asian quarter. This is going to be great. And then it took a turn. Yep. Like they all do. Exactly. So it was absolutely wonderful. Debbie, again, thank you so much for your time. And I love that her granddaughter was excited for her. I know. Going to talk to us. I hope that it sounded well enough that you shared <laughs> you with them. them. Listen, yeah. Exactly. And they're going to listen. They might look for it anyway. Right. Even without you knowing. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I like your round table idea. Hopefully a whole bunch of people reach out and we can talk to them and then do the round table. Yes. That would be fun. Well, because I think it should be people that we talk to individually oh, already before we do the round table. But I think there's like four or five right off the top of my head that I'm just like, if we got the f- them all in a room, in a Zoom room together. Right. This would be so much fun. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, look for that to happen at some point, <laughs> just like all the other million things that we're doing. Now we're going to be making an immersion experience. Yes. So much fun. See, and that's the thing. Never thought about that before nope. until she started talking about it. And I'm like, why don't we just do an immersion? Mm-hmm. It's because we went from fantasy events to right. theme park. And I went, oh. So, yeah. Love it. But, yeah. So, join us on Monday as we recap this week's shows. And have a good weekend. And we'll meet you with the peer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. 
Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 